we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He making me to lie down in green pastures. You saw it nice He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. Yea, though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff. Some people over there quiet. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are. But many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the God of that scripture. Welcome to the Life Experience, a broadcast brought to you by Life Worship Center, where we're led by a dynamic duo, Bishop Denzel and Robin Rule. We are a church that lives in love, operates in integrity, walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned. There is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. We in this house, we are living in joy. It is the joy of the Lord that is our strength. That's Nehemiah 8 and 10. Isaiah 12 and 3. With joy we draw waters from the wells of salvation. From the well of salvation we draw it with joy. The plot of the devil is to have, is to have us around here as sour Christians. We didn't figure it out now because once you're sour, you can't access what God has for you. It is the joy of the Lord that gives you access to all that God has for you. We are a happy church. You're going to think something wrong with us. They're going to send some people to come inspect us because why everybody in that house happy? Why everyone in that house so happy? Number one, we're happy because we are forgiven. Yeah. Hold on. I probably said it too fast so the rest of y'all ain't hear me because you playing like you didn't need this forgiveness. I don't mean the ones who just like, you know, all we like sheep have gone astray. No, we gone beyond that. You know, y'all watch Secret Lives of Pets? Secret Life of Pets? Y'all watch two? We watch two, but that was a little sheep. Some sheep go astray. This joke going over a cliff. I believe I get some people here like that one, like that sheep. You go astray means you left the pack. That little joker, he go over a cliff, hanging on a branch of a tree over the cliff. Um, and and people like that who are in this room, I know some of y'all. I know y'all just like that sheep who gone over the cliff. And you know that you have been forgiven. I need some people to put a smile on your face and celebrate the fact that with all the hell I didn't do in my life. All the hurt I didn't cause people, all the lies I didn't tell, all the folks who still trying to find me now, but God protected me. Can you shout because you are forgiven? Yeah. My God. I'm forgiven. All right, sit down, y'all. So, so we're going to walk in joy. Put the things on the screen for me again, daughter. Uh, the seven things for me, please, that we're going to walk in. This is going to define us. Someone say that. Say what? Put the next one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's it? Now, put the seven. Let me see all seven one time. You can do for me. Put them all there one time so we can call them off one time and then we can shout. Or oh, that take long? That can take long to do? That can take long? I can call them off. Y'all listen to me then. Celebration, contentment, 
peace, enjoyment, happiness, increase, overflow. Someone shout, that's me. That's me. One more time. Celebration, contentment, peace, enjoyment, happiness, increase, overflow. Shout again, that's me. That's me. Now give God a praise on that. Glory to God. God Almighty. All right, all right, all right. So, so, Mishata Bahushkata. Glory to God. I feel God in the other day. Hallelujah. All right, so, so, uh, if this is where we want to live, understand that while you just shout and clapped over it, it will not happen if you are not committed to a life of prayer. And then the air comes out the room. Like, man, you can't give us one nice blessing word. Yeah. Pray. You can't give me one increase word. Yeah. Pray. My pastor, I have problems with my flesh. I need to be delivered. I got you. Pray. My hormones are all out of whack and, and pray. See, because any other thing I give you will run out. Any other strategy that I give you is going to be exhausted. It will expire. Good job, Jeff. Uh, but the prayer is that one thing that is always accessible, and that's why Jesus, not Peter now, not Paul, Jesus says in Luke 18, men ought always to pray. Because that's something that we can always do. Now, let's, let's, let's walk a little bit. Uh, what, is, what is crazy is that we want to live and experience and function as Jesus functioned, but we're not prepared to make time for prayer. So last week we showed you that not only that Jesus prayed, but we showed you the effort that Jesus put in to making time for prayer. This, you cannot have prayer as something that happens when it happens. This teaching here shows us the intentionality of Jesus with regard to prayer. Now, here's the crazy thing. The crazy thing is um, Mary got pregnant by the Holy Ghost. Huh. Jesus was manifesting supernatural stuff while still being in Mary's womb. When, if they were to do a DNA swab of Jesus, they would find some Mary stuff and then just like Holy Ghost. They had test Joseph on Maury's show. They would say, bro, you are not the father. <clears throat> Jesus, Jesus is the dude that is 12 years old and is confounding wise men. 12. Jesus is the dude that shows up to the wedding reception and, and it was a church wedding reception. It was out of sight of <laughs> uh, 
she stopped and laughed. First time she was like, I get that. <laughs> yeah, they was outside and, and uh, they called on Jesus. Jesus was not in the miracle working kind of mood. He was not in that kind of flow that day. He wasn't into praying for nobody. Not that day. Jesus came to party. You never think about it. Because the book says he went to the wedding. They say do a miracle. They say, but I ain't coming for that man. You know, Jesus, Jesus was going to get it. Jesus was, Jesus was there dancing at the party. You know, I don't know what the music was like, but whatever was doing, whatever they doing, Jesus was dancing. And they was doing their little thing, Jesus having a blast, and they, they, they pull on him to do a miracle, and not in the mood, he turns water into wine. Hmm. Jesus is on the way to Jairus' house, this woman put on his clothes. Not on him, his clothes. She gets healed. Jesus said, who touched me? Put on my clothes and say I dress in public. This, this, the same Jesus. Who? When one of those disciples was talking certain things, and say, man, Jesus, you see what I did? Jesus says, when you was under that tree, I saw you. The girl says to him, I have no husband. Jesus, Jesus said, no, you're right, because you've had five. The one you with now, I ain't preaching that. Uh, the one you with now, I ain't preaching that. I just, I just, just, I just kind of, by way of introduction. So with all of this that we know of Jesus, ask me why in the world would Jesus need to make time for prayer? I mean, we believe this. We are Trinitarians. We believe God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. We believe that when, when God was sitting around in heaven, and God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, they said, <laughs> they say, Jesus, that whole, they're so slow over there, they figure what I dress. <laughs> Three of them got together, and they played rock, paper, scissors, and say, Jesus, you're going to have to go. So then, he, from that point on, he became the lamb slain. From the foundation of the earth. He should have went with the rock. <laughs> so we believe God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, quickly, for those who struggle with that idea, it's something that you learn in science. You learn this thing about H2O, and you understand that H2O is H2O, but there is H2O that is ice. There is H2O that is liquid. There is H2O that is water vapor. They're all still H2O, and that's the concept of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. It ain't that deep. It ain't all that. You make it too deep. It ain't that deep. The same way that you have the solid, the liquid, and the gas, don't let me break it down. Break it down the more to you, but when you got that kind of time, it's the same way we have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, that they're three separate, but all one and the same. 
So him being God, beloved, he still has to pray. And this is crazy to me. And this got me excited, boy. That God says, son, understand this. I wanted to show you something that people would miss. People think that Jesus was able to walk on water because he needed to go help the disciples. God says, tell the people, and he preaches this morning, tell them that the reason I showed them my son walking on water is because I wanted them to understand that if you ever want to defy natural law, Whenever there's a law, when Archimedes and them boys established the laws of buoyancy and how density and displacement of liquids work, and they, they established a law in the earth, not a law in the heaven, but a law in the earth, a law in the earth about buoyancy that says that if you step on water, you are going to sink. He says if there's ever a natural law, you missing me, you missing me. Let me talk to this crew over here. If there's a law that says your paycheck is this, a natural law that says uh, you didn't been to jail, a natural law that says based on where you came from, you are not qualified for this. If there is a, not a heavenly law, but a, a law in the earth realm. If there's a law in the earth realm that is serving as a hindrance to you, he says you ain't got to worry about how to check the system. All you got to do is elevate to the mountain of prayer. And there's something that happens when the believer finds himself in the posture of prayer that all of a sudden natural laws begin to give way. Natural systems and natural policies and principles give way to the power of prayer. There are some I feel like preaching today, boy. There are some natural laws that are in a couple of y'all way. Laws that say you're not qualified for the promotion. Laws that say since there is an economic downturn, you're supposed to be broke. Laws that say don't move, don't try to get the loan now. Wait till things clear up sometime later next year. Laws that say this ain't the time. I had a lady call me who's attached to this church. She called me and she says, Pastor, I want to do something, but I'm scared. I said, what you want to do? She says, um, I want to put a pool in my backyard. But my, you know, my neighbor across the way, I know they got laid off. And some other people down from me, they uh, were in the hotel, and things rough for them. But I really want to put a pool in my backyard. She said, what's the problem? She said, but I just feel like this is a bad time. I said, you was praying? Because praying people don't have bad times. Oh, y'all getting mad at me. See, we have been so conditioned to just get by that we don't understand that God says, I will put you on display. Um, I, 
nobody is walking to the store at the shop because they have a Hanes t-shirt in the window. They don't draw me inside no shop. You're drawn in the shop when you, you see something that catches your eye. And God says, I want to draw some people in the kingdom in this season. And so in order to draw them in the kingdom, I need a people that are convinced that an extra bedroom ain't too much for me. is not 15 years old is not too good for me. A people that understand because I pray I should expect God to change natural systems such that what I don't qualify, what I do not pay the price for, what I cannot get naturally I ought to expect it to happen. I said girl, take the pool. Take a big one. I use the neighbor yard. Oh, God, Jesus. Take the pool of yourself. Glory be to God. Because praying people, praying people have to expect beyond normal. I told the church what? Oh, God. Oh, boy. There was a number in my mind about where I was believing God for our account to be, the church's account, because you know we got to get out of these people's school, we got to build, we got to get our own place. So there was a number in my mind that I wanted us to be at as of the end of 2020. Can I tell you that to now, say to now, to now we are $46,000 above that number. was a faster than praying. This is your pastor talking. I'm the faith man. So if I call a number, or I know if God didn't do it, it wouldn't have gotten done. So the number I was asking him for, Gia, this was a number. I want to talk to y'all so bad, but y'all can't handle it. I'm telling you, uh, God says, don't believe you're going to sacrifice every Monday. And come to the prayer room and I not defy natural laws. I had this written down and I was scared to say it. In my notes I wrote it that way because I was afraid. Um, and, and I was like, God, boy, if they don't hear the context, because these people now taking all kind of clip from your sermon and then making you famous. And so I was like, Lord, I got to be careful how I say this, because someone may take this clip and then they go around the place and they say the pastor is irresponsible. But you know what, Kiki? Uh-huh. Uh, so I going to say what I got to say, because the Lord told me, and I said, God, is this you? God, is this you? He says, it's me. I say, fine. He says, tell the people that are committed to prayer, I'm about to break the rules for them. Yeah. 
some rules are about to be broken. Just like how Jesus busts up Archimedes' law, he busts up the laws of buoyancy. God says, I'm about to bust up some laws. I'm about to break up some rules. God, I'm about to break the law on your behalf. Some things are about to happen that you're going to say, how in the world did this just happen? To, how in the world did this, this, how in the world did this? This happens for God. Oh, God, would you believe? I ain't start, I ain't start preaching yet. But I gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. So he says, oh, I, I said it wrong. This I would say in the notes. It, it says, I can read this what it says. I was so scary. Boy, I, I just write my notes, boy. Boy, this sounds totally irresponsible. But listen, I believe that there are a group of praying people that they are about to break the law. See, that changes the context because I said it being safe, saying God can break the law for you. But when you read the text, Jesus was the one praying. And Jesus was the one that broke the law. And so he said, and, oh God, that's dangerous. He says, so since you're the one praying, Let me say something quickly. And um, oh boy, gotta stop in six minutes. Seven, eleven. Mm. Now, let, okay. All right, hear me now. Let's let's break it down. Let's talk. Let's talk to you for a second. Um, there is a a myth that has to be debugged, deconstructed, demystified. Um, that has many persons intimidated by prayer. Now, I know I did it last week, but I gotta do it again one more time. That myth has been perpetuated by the mighty great prayer people of this hour. There are some praying superstars that have elevated to the ranks of prayer tree. I, I'm, I mean, some praying people that they have risen and they have raised the bar with regard to the art of prayer. And, and, and if you don't sound like them, if you don't rhythm like them, if your words don't come quick like them, and definitely if you can't shift gear, you know you gotta you gotta know how to sh sh pivot. That's the one. Oh yeah, you yeah you say it. Yeah yeah, that's the word today. You got you gotta know how to because sometimes you pray and hey hey and, hey my God. You, oh 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 you gotta 
You've got to know how to turn the corner. And those people have been given platforms. And so what has happened is that the normal people, are now, watch this, intimidated at the idea of prayer. They are intimidated at the thought of prayer. Can I just, this, this is in the notes, parenthetically. Many of us, we have intimidated people to the point that they don't want the Holy Ghost to know. Because we fake so much and lie so much in church. Ah, you don't feel nothing, stop it. This, this thing called church, oh God, that's how you get here. This thing called church has become such a game, such a theater, such a performance. So now people who come with a sincere desire, wanting God, they see the fluff, see the pretense, see the fake, and say, I don't want that nonsense. Close bracket. We'll come back to that some other time. So we've caused persons to believe that I, I ain't deep enough. I don't have sufficient spiritual acumen to be able to ascend the hills. You know, you all get by the beat, you know, and, and go to the realms of the spirit. Yeah. And speak to the wind from the four corners of the earth. And to deal with Leviathan and marine spirits to address demons with fangs and the toothless demons. We We, oh God, say it, dancer, why not? We have written series of books on a sentence from the Bible. We get volumes of books from a sentence and have created theories that we call spiritual. I told you I was so smiling when I was reading this text. The same text we're preaching on now about the fourth watch of the night. I fooled around and I read. I said, let me, let me study on this fourth watch. I, I made a big mistake. I called my, I called my, my soldier, um, um, I just call him Goggle. I say, Goggle, talk to me, but me about this fourth watch of the night. And I press enter. <laughs> I mean, goggles start throwing things at me. Demons move around the fourth watch. One person said, the demons are coming back home. I say, what? No, someone said this. At the fourth watch is when the demons are returning home. Now, see, this is why you don't read scripture. Because I say, if they're returning home, 
based on what the scripture says, the demon says, I will return to my house. So that means then, before the fourth watch, the demon left me. Oh, Jesus, Lord of mercy. So we create all, some of y'all like, what is he talking about? Exactly, I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking about. Because these things so deep, they so perplexed, they confuse your mind. And you try to feel, Lord, you know what? Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Like, I can't deal with all that stuff. I don't know where to start. I don't know where to go. I don't know how to twist this. Hallowed be thy name. I, you know what? Let me go back to mother, to mother down the road. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed the fruit. I might as well go with that because I can't understand this. And then at the same time, you got to sing in the spirit. I spoke to a senior apostle in the country and I said, man, I want you to teach us on prayer. What's the importance of prayer? He said, prayer is that you have to go in the Holy Ghost. I said, that's what prayer is? So the reason people are not spending time in prayer because they don't know how to pray in the Holy Ghost. What? And that's what's being taught. And that's why many people, Tasha, ain't praying. Because we've raised it up so high and we are now intimidated at the very thought of prayer. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 6015125 We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.